Hi, I'm Sam Walsh, producer of Multisite Masters. Welcome to this week's show. Don't forget, you can also now find the Multisite Masters podcast show on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio. This episode is brought to you by Yapster, the mobile chat app for retail and hospitality teams. Yapster is designed to bring the benefits of fast, open communication to staff who rarely, if ever, have access to a desktop computer, especially those in frontline service roles. Unlike WhatsApp and other free-to-use platforms, Yapster is under the full control of our customers and allows colleagues to interact in a secure, closed environment. It also integrates with your existing systems. Some of the UK's largest retail and hospitality brands are already using Yapster to drive sales, improve job satisfaction and lower staff turnover. To find out more about how Yapster can help your organisation, please visit yapster.info. That's Y-A-P-S-T-E-R dot info. Now, I'm delighted to introduce our host for this week, Jane Sunley. Jane is founder and chair of HR consultancy Purple Cute, which advises some of the best-known names in retail, hospitality and beyond on just how they can harness technology to improve employee engagement. She is also the author of The People Formula, 12 Steps to Productive, Profitable and Performing Business a book which will show you just how to harness simple, powerful and easy-to-apply business solutions to significantly enhance your business's reputation and boost both performance and profitability. You can contact the Purple Cube team via hello at purplecube.com or through their website purplecube.com. That's purple as in the colour, C-U-B-E-D, all one word, dot com. Okay then, on to the show. This week, Jane is talking to Jenny O'Piri, VP of People and Organisational Development at Dorchester Collection. Jenny O has spent his entire career to date within the hotel industry, working his way from room attendant all the way up to his current role within one of the world's best-known luxury hotel brands, Dorchester Collection. During the interview, Jenny O describes just how his team repeatedly deliver outstanding levels of service for their high-end clientele. Not only how they do this and maintain their well-renowned brand, but how they do it all while maintaining a collection of distinctly different sites across the UK, Europe and the US. Genio goes on to discuss the key character traits he looks for in all of his staff, and also how site managers need to first understand their own strengths and weaknesses to then become excellent people leaders and achieve their full potential. Over to you, Jane. Well, I'm sitting here in the very lovely Dorchester Hotel with Jenny O. So welcome, Jenny O, to the podcast. Thank you very much. Very glad to be here. Perhaps we could start, uh, you know, you are HR superstar, people champion, people director of the year, business author. There seems to be no end to your talents. Maybe we could just start with a bit of a whirlwind tour of your career today. Sure. Well, I've been in hospitality my entire life. It's an industry that I love, an industry that I'm extremely passionate about. Um, I had the good fortune, um, although not everyone agrees with me, but I started actually just uh, as a room attendant. So I was cleaning rooms at a Holiday Inn Express, believe it or not, in Vancouver, Canada. And I was in that role for six months, and it was right in that role, even though it was tough, that I just fell in love with hotels, I fell in love with hospitality and really started to realize that this is the route I went, wanted to be on and just worked my way up through the ranks. Uh, you could transfer every six months, so I transferred in a variety of different departments from food and beverage to engineering to rooms division to finance and then um, one 
about three years after I started, I had a call from my head of HR at the time saying, you know, you've got a really amazing people skill. Have you ever considered HR? I entered into HR when I was 23, became an HR director at 25. Wow. And uh, just uh, went from there. And um, here I am, 28 years later, still working in hotels, <laughs> now in HR full time. <laughs> Fantastic. Quite a, a, a rise to fame. Um, can you just tell us, you are widely regarded as an absolute expert at putting people at the heart of a business. So what's your formula, if you like? How, how does it happen? To me, it all has to happen very naturally and holistically. And I think the successes that probably I've had and we've had as both Dorchester Collection and in previous companies is that you do it in this very combined way. So you should never look at people in an insular way or in a siloed way. You have to look at how they touch point various different aspects of the business. So whether it be through the community, whether it be through their departments, whether it be through the business, whether it be through operations. And if you can find those connection points and link them together, understanding that people are the heart of the business and it's the result of the actions of the people, that all those touch points get affected, then you will have success. Because then you're going to start thinking, okay, well, if I do this one thing, it actually has an effect on 20 other things versus trying to do 20 things, and you're lucky if you have an effect on one thing. And I think if you can be a bit more strategic and forward-thinking, you'll be a lot more successful. Okay, so you have a very wide multi-site business. No one would ever think of the Dorchester Collection as multi-site business, mm. but of course it is. Sure. Can you just tell us where you are and what your spread is? Yeah, so I mean, it's relatively small company uh, in that we just have 10 hotels, but we're um, both in Europe and in North America, so France, Italy, Switzerland, uh, United Kingdom, and over in California in uh, the USA. So um, with that, obviously, you have different cultures. We're approximately 4,000 employees. We have about 48 different cultures that we're, we're working within and a um, wide variety of people from our youngest employee is actually 15 years old and our oldest employee is 82 years old. Wow. So you have a really nice spread of generations and different people that you get to work with, which is really exciting. Okay, and you must have amazing challenges about the expectation <laughs> of the guests because sure. they want perfect, don't yeah. they? they want the Dorchester collection. So how do you find the people who can deliver that? How do you select them and how do you get them up to speed? I think at the end of the day, it's we use a talent-based formula. So for us, it's very much about not what they've done, but who they are as a person. Um, I talk a lot about this and understanding who you are as a leader and also the talent you're bringing into your organization. So what makes them tick? What are they naturally good at? Just, um, you know, there's people out there that are just really good at handling guest situations. There's really good at people really who are really strong at um, that surprise and delight factor. And then there's just people that are really good at analyzing or you know when we're looking for a room attendant we're looking for that perfection in the detail that they won't leave the room unless the bed is perfect when you're looking at the front office you need somebody who has analytical skills who can solve problems and uh, also deliver that high level of service so it's about seeking the right talent we can train the skills but talent has to be natural so we spend a lot of time and effort and we use various tools to help us identify that okay and and picking up on the the training, the skills, of course, service isn't necessarily something that can be taught mm. always, is it? So what's your kind of formula for making sure that people get it right? I think at the end of the day, it's really important for them to understand what we are. So we spend a lot of time, and we've actually redesigned a lot of our academy programs. We run our own Dorchester Collection Academy, 
and especially over the last year or two um, in bringing in a whole aspect of what is luxury because I think nowadays luxury has become commoditized and also everyone claims to be luxury but really what is luxury what is perfect service and of course you're recruiting people that may not understand that why this quality of linen on a bed is more luxurious than this type of quality of linen or why using this glass is better than this glass when they look kind of exactly the same mm -hmm. and so people need to experience it it's, it's why some people want to carry a Chanel bag and other people are very comfortable carrying uh, a Michael Kors bag they're both luxury but they both say something very different yeah and so if people understand what is luxury then you've made an inroad in them to understanding why people are choosing Dorchester Collection to stay at because they're going to experience luxury. So some of it is them, the employee actually experience it, some of them is understanding it, some of them is also understanding the value that's placed on it. We do this great exercise where we do a bit of an auction during our, our initial training, our engage, where we're having people do a fake auction where people are, are betting on or wanting to buy things such as pay for my children's education, to an all-expenses trip to around the world, to a year's paid sabbatical, to a new washer and dryer. And it's amazing when you have a group of people in, in the room what they'll bid on because it, it speaks to what they consider to be value yeah. and what they consider to be luxury or important. And once you can understand that in your guests, you can deliver on it. So you have to be creative in how you get yeah, people to understand it. Absolutely. And of course, although you are the Dorchester Collection, all of your properties are very distinctive. Very. So how do you balance the being distinctive with the similar standards? Well, the, the whole idea is that, you know, individuality comes in the character of a hotel, in how the hotel is ingrained into the community, how it, um, how it looks, how it feels, how the employees act. And this is why our value system plays the biggest role in it, I think. You know, our values, we have five, personality, passion, respect, working together, and innovation. And those in themselves speak to the idea of being passionate about service, about bringing your own personality. If we have any type of robotization of our service, then we've failed. That's, yeah, that's what we believe. Absolutely, and you do that very well, the non-robot thing. We try to do that. And even the value of working together, you know, I would say 90% of companies use the word teamwork as one of their values. But for us, it's more than teamwork. Because working together means that you're going to break down files. You're going to, it, it makes sense that this department needs to work with this department. As opposed to, it's all about the team, my mom. No, it's all about what you're trying to deliver. What is your end game? And that's why the importance of values and how you bring them to life will really help that stage for your success. So you're making sure you don't put people in boxes. We're trying. <laughs> you know, I, I, I said this before, you know, we, we do all this great job in recruiting people because we want them to be different. We want to have the personality. Then we bring them into the organization and they slot really beautifully on their organizational chart. And they always say, you know, why put them on a box? Why put them in this situation where, you know, you put them on the box and then you spend all the rest of your time getting them outside the box? And I think that's important to change that. So you've been here since 2011. Yes. And you've done loads. What's next? I think for us it's about, um, you know, again, the world has changed. And because, you know, every year there's something like 16 to 20 new hotel brands that are started and created, whether they're independent hotels or whether they're chains or whether they're big corporations creating new brands. So it's really about remaining distinctive, remaining individualized. And that's, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, a process that never stops. So there's that. 
we will certainly want to continue to take the message out there. We want to continue to be distinctive. We're looking around a lot of transformation in the business and how we look at business, how we bring business into the company. And again, this is really important in the world of HR as well and understanding that your business is not HR, your business is your business. And understanding that don't become yourself siloed. You're a part of a larger organization and your role is to ensure the strategic vision of the operation comes to life. And as well, the hotel remains or the company remains profitable and sustainable for the future. Yeah, sounds like a, a sound vision. We hope. <laughs> so let's talk about your book. Okay. So what inspired you to, to write your book? Yeah, for me it was definitely, I suppose if I had to put it down to one word, it's the struggle that people have. I've been fortunate to be a mentor over the years to many different people, and it's amazing to me how many people continue to have challenges in just the basic management and leading of people. So I wanted to share a bit of a message out there that it doesn't need to be difficult. Um, instead, you just need to understand who you are and who are the different types of people that you may be leading and how you can find the connection points between it. So that's sort of what inspired me to write it. Okay, and tell us a little bit more about the content. Sure. The content is based on, it's eight chapters, so very simple, on sort of the, the steps you need in order to become a great people leader. So everything from understanding yourself, understanding the type of companies you want to work for, understanding the right values and how they match, how you can then learn about the people that you're working with, to how you can make it successful, how you can bring innovation into the picture, and then finally, what type of legacy do you want to lead? So it's a book that sort of takes you on a bit of a journey, if you will, on understanding the best way to, to, to manage people. It's written in a way that's almost like a bit of, um, you read a chapter and then at the end of the chapter you have an opportunity to reflect and maybe write some notes on things that you can or shouldn't do or maybe some ideas of things you can do to help you better realize what you've just read. Okay, it sounds like a simple but sensible book that people can dive into idea. and learn. Which is what everybody wants now. We, we hope. Plod through <laughs> tomes and tomes. So I heard a rumor that it did sell out straight away on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were very happy. It's, uh, it, it went out from Amazon very quickly, and um, at, uh, obviously it's still available. And um, yeah, as I said, it's it's not geared towards somebody who's. Um, I think it's geared to anyone, but it's really geared towards people that really want to just hopefully um, be a better people leader. And uh, as simply as that. Makes total sense. So to leave it, let's just leave it with three things that you think anyone could do to be a better people leader. I think the first thing is understanding yourself. And there's so many tools out there you can use and so many companies out there that helps you evaluate yourself. But evaluation is only the first step. You really have to evaluate yourself and then you really have to look at what the data is telling you. You know, who you are as a person, what you do, how you are. Um, and then the second part is then understanding how to read this in other people. So what, as a result of what you know about yourself, what does that mean as far as your strengths, how you communicate, and also what does it mean your limitations are, and then being able to see that in other people, and also helping other people understand who they are, because then you have a mutual connection. So I think those first two parts are key. And then the third, and I say this over and over again, is um, it's all about the values. Um, and it's so much more than the values of a company. It's the values that motivate yourself. And so you'll learn that by understanding your, each other, but also understanding that you may think you can change your values, but you can't. 
and understand this right from the get-go. You might think, oh, I want to work for that company because I believe in what they stand for. Well, that's great, but if you don't believe in what they stand for because fundamentally that's not you, it will never be a perfect success. You may have success, but it won't be comfortable in the long run. Yeah. I really genuinely yeah. believe you that. You can do a temporary override really can't Everyone you? Can And then that. eventually people go, oh, I don't know why I'm not happy. Yeah. And the minute something goes wrong, then you're going to be like, I knew it. Yeah. And then, yeah. then you're on the back yeah. foot again, and yeah. it's very hard to crawl out from the back yeah. foot. Yeah. I see this a lot in grads, you must see it. Yeah. They're very firm about where they want to work. Yeah. And when you actually go and look, what do you want from the place you work in, Absolutely. it's not that place at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Everyone says they want to work for Google, but you have to be a certain type of person exactly. to be successful at Google. Yeah. And just like working for Dorchester Collection, if you, you know, there is a certain amount of, uh, of, of you know, luxury standard service that have to be met. If uh, and if you don't have a natural affinity to do that, it'll never be comfortable. You no, know, you can deliver it, but will it feel like home? Very different story. Do you think that's a challenge with the millennial gener generation because they maybe would want to wear their jeans and work in a factory? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, listen. I mean, I think I think the millennials get a bit of a bad rap at times because I think them. they're I think they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they've done some amazing things in Dorchester Collection, and they may not have the gravitas all the time when they first walk in the door, but boy, do they have the desire. Boy, do they have the fear of no fear. Yes. And I love this idea, Brilliant. and I wish I had more of it. I used to consider myself quite the go-getter when I was younger, but they, they put me to shame. And I love that because they're willing to take risks when, you know, many industries, including ourselves, reached a point where we don't think as much. We've come into the, it's just the way we've done it, and we need people like that to challenge us. And I think if we box them, then we're doing them a disservice. Absolutely. I'm missing out on so much opportunity Absolutely. because, as you say, you know, they can do amazing yeah. things, just harness it in Absolutely. the right way. And we shouldn't kid ourselves. Eventually, we won't be in the business and they'll be running the business. Absolutely. So embrace them now yeah. while you still may, can, may have time to coach, counsel, and help them understand at least what's happened in the past, but give them the freedom to excel. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, I think we should leave it. Yeah, Thank good. you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Have a great day. And you. Thank you to our guest, Jenny O'Piri, VP of People and Organisational Development at Dorchester Collection. And to our host, Jane Sunley, founder and chair of Purple Cubed. If you want to get in touch with either Jenny or Jane, you can find their contact details on our website, multisitemasters.co.uk. Thanks also to our episode sponsor, Yapster, the mobile chat app for retail and hospitality teams. Some of the UK's biggest retail and hospitality brands are already using Yapster to drive sales, improve job satisfaction and lower staff turnover. To find out more about how Yapster can help your organisation, please visit yapster.info. That's Y-A-P-S-T-E-R dot info. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to welcoming you back for next week's episode. In the meantime, if you'd like to feature on a future podcast with us or would like to suggest a colleague or someone you think would be great on the show, just get in touch. You can email me at producer at multisitemasters.co.uk or check out our website. Thanks. <laughs>